the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook in the NFL season. Not that far off, uh, Lundy. We're less than 100 days away from the opening stanza of the regular season. We got mini camps going on across the league. Uh, some players showing up. Some very notable names not showing up. Yeah, I'm pointing the finger at you, Mr. Rogers. But there are some player props, season-long player props, that are starting to populate across legalized sports books in this country. And uh, I unearthed one that I find absolutely fascinating. And it is the dachshund of the desert, uh, and I got to get a t-shirt made with that. You know, wiener dog on there, little legs, and Kyler Murray's head attached to it because he's going to be scooting all over the place down there in the Sonoran Desert. The line, 675.5 rush yards, Lundy. Uh, he fell short of this, uh, you know, obviously last year because of the dinged wing that he had. He got overly skittish, uh, so he didn't run nearly as much as he's accustomed, you know, to doing. You know, he sailed past his number over 800 yards in his rookie campaign, and I think this year uh, he will once again crush this number, especially with the added game. Uh, he only has to average 39.7 rush yards per contest to exceed the 675.5 mark here. So, Fader follow early edition here, Lundy. The Dachshund of the Desert over that 675.5 rush yards prop. All he, all he's got to do is 39 and a half. I mean, I'm not I'm not doing math this early in the day, dude. So you, did you do it for me? Like, is it 39 and a half? That's 39.7. Ooh, okay. See, I like this because I think he here's what's going to happen. He's going to have a couple of games, Brad, that he goes for triple figures. You know that's going to happen. He's just going to have one of those where he's just woo scampering all over the yard uh and if that happens then i'm good in all the other games because all i gotta worry about is you know maybe 20 to 25 because he's gonna have those games where he pops so i'm gonna roll with you on this one i i like the idea of him getting up into the upper 600s close to seven low 700s yeah earn those snossages and work those little legs kyler murray uh, if you want to get on that, you want to get on anything else. There's all kinds of props, futures, uh, for awards, for team totals, Super Bowl winner, the whole shebang. Do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate. It has plenty of instructions for new bettors in nearly limitless ways to get in and all, all the action. My friends and family, too, are down with DK. And I know you will be, too. So listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in the running. Bet one buck, and if that team scores a W, you score $100 in site credit. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code FTN for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only, wager paid out inside, credits, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. daddy's thirsty, let's get it started. Pour me another edition of the Fade Five. 
Number five. All right, Lundy. Uh, I believe you had Boston last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't, it did not go so yeah. well for you. So you were trying to shake off the hangover the night before with the Colorado Avalanche, who just really hurt your, your parts, displaced your nutsack. Let's find it this time tonight on the ice. What do you like in this postseason matchup this evening? Yeah, I was so obsessed with getting myself a Game 7 that I went with Boston. Yeah, missed on the ticket yesterday, missed on the seven-game ticket, but congratulations to the Islanders. Those, If you watched any of that game last night, the fans at Nassau Coliseum were going absolutely bonkers, yep. uh, and the, the team really fed off of that, and they took care of Boston, sent them to the sidelines, and uh, this is going to be a fun uh, 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 you know, Final Four matchup between them and Tampa, but let's look at tonight. The only game on the schedule belongs to Vegas and Colorado and here's the thing uh, Brad knows this about me. I am a fan first and a podcast slash radio slash television host second. Uh, and so <laughs> yeah. I am not going to provide you with a pick on the money line, but I, but I am going to do this. Uh, I am going to do this. I'm going to actually go contrarian. I'm going to take some plus odds here, Brad, at plus 102. I think this game goes over five and a half goals. I think as much as these two teams have been going back and forth, uh, and battling each other. I think at some point we are due in this series for one of those games where both teams offensively do well, not just what the Avalanche did in game one, winning it seven to one. I think we are due for a game that finishes at like a four to three type of score. So the fact that there's plus odds on it, the fact that if you look at this series so far, obviously they've played five games, three out of the five have gone to the under. So I get that that's the trend. But like I said, I feel like we are due for a pendulum to swing and at plus odds I'm actually going to say that they are going to put the biscuit in the back of the basket here a handful of times tonight in Sin City so give me the over on five and a half goals and I'll take it at a plus 102 uh, the uh, restraint that you showed not taking the money line is uncharacteristic of you but sound those sirens take the over in the night's abs contest number four all right with the nhl put to bed let's move on to major league baseball now a tape time here on this thursday this particular player prop had not yet populated at DraftKings sportsbooks a little speculation on my part but more than likely max scherzer's strikeout line is going to be right at eight and a half um you know the last several starts it's been at seven and a half on the over under on that prop so i think there's going to be a slight uptick based on recency bias and his recent strength of stellar performances he's on the bump at home against the san francisco giants and if it is at eight and a half or lower oh yeah uh, i'm gonna break out the sledgehammer and pound the over on that uh, you look at what max scherzer has done again he has been over eight and a half strikeouts in five of his last seven starts and san francisco lundy the seventh highest strikeout percentage of any team in major league baseball over the last 30 days at 25.9%. So I think Mad Max is going to take you beyond the Thunderdome and smash the books in the process. Feed or follow my speculative Scherzer odds 8.5Ks on that over against the Giants. Man, there's a lot of ifs in this one, yeah, aren't there? there? Like, there well, is. if it's here, if it's here, I like it at eight and a half. Now, if the line comes out, it creeps up beyond that, then I'm probably going to not necessarily fade you, but I'm probably going to just stay away from it because it's going to make me a little bit nervous, uh, much the way we were earlier this week with some of our NBA picks. But I, I, I think if it comes out at eight and a half, yes, I like that number going up against them. But if it's anything higher than that, I'm going to get a little skittish 
as uh, we head towards uh, this evening's baseball action. Don't pucker up. Bet on Mad Max. Number three. All right, let's move on to the NBA. And, oh, my God, last night sucked. Uh, you know, Denver is really uh, <laughs> taking it you know, to the midsection here. Watching you on social media last night was pure comedy because you were so mad that these games were turning into blowouts because you were losing all your props. Yeah, I mean, I had DeAndre Ayton yesterday. You know, we featured him on the Faith of Noise podcast. It was 15 and a half points, and he's cruising, man. I had a monster third quarter, and then Phoenix just blew the doors off the Nuggets, and I'm like, oh, my God, Aiden's not going to play a single tick in this fourth quarter, and he's going to fall because old Captain Hook, yar, digging that into my midsection and ripping out my heart as well in the process. So, um, yeah, it stings, Lundy. It really does sting. Uh, I went 0 for 3 yet again in player props yesterday in the NBA. I just can't win. I can't win, but you know what? I'm not a quitter, Lundy. I will not throw in the towel, and we're going to march on. So we got a pair of games tonight, and one prop that has been consistently hitting the over on. Reggie Jackson on made triples, and it's two and a half, and it's plus 106. So let's get seduced by the juice. I'm going to take the over yet again against the Utah Jazz. He has gone over this, meaning he's hit at least three triples in a game and seven consecutive contests. Even the Zebras couldn't stop in the last game because he fouled out, only played 17 minutes, but still hit Uno Dos Trace uh, from way downtown in that game. Yeah, you look at Utah. Uh, they were number one in the regular season, and fewest opponent made threes uh, at just 10.7 per game. But over the last three, they've given up 13.3 trays per contest. It's the third highest for remaining teams right now in the NBA tournament. So, Let's go yard yet again. Don't fail me, Reggie Jackson, and hopefully don't attract a ton of whistles either. Give me the over. Two and a half main triples again at plus 106. You probably should fade me. No, no. I'm going to follow you on this one, but it's because the stats are yelling at me. I mean, look, you said he did it in seven straight. The only playoff game he didn't do it in was game one against Dallas. Otherwise, yep. he's done it ever since then. Here's the other numbers that I find really uh, that, that favor going with this. And again, it's the analytics, which means we're probably screwed. Uh, but um, he is shooting 41% from three here in the postseason, but that is on the heels of finishing off the regular season. Brad, he was 49% yeah. in the month of April. I mean, he is just hot. There's a reason that we featured him on the pod a handful of times. So not only is this, I, I like this one because as you pointed out, it's a, it's a plus odds opportunity, but I also think this is one that you could decide to pair up with another player prop, maybe make mm. yourself a little two-legger because mm. with him at the plus odds, you could put him together with maybe somebody that has been juiced up uh, against your favor and you're going to wind up with a good number. So I like this one as a standalone and I also like the idea of trying to pair it up with something else. Maybe we can throw that in in bonus time. Ooh, I like. Stay tuned for my top picks of the day in the NBA and Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, let's keep on trucking here. Let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, a hood ornament over the first couple of games uh, in blowout fashion, and particularly last one didn't even show up on the court against the Brooklyn Nets. More competitive in game one, but their backs are against the wall. They're at home. They're in must-win territory. I kind of like Milwaukee minus a three-and-a-half, by the way, in this game. Uh, but let's zero in on a particular player prop, and I love me some Drew Holiday, and I'm going to take the over on six-and-a-half assists. It's been juiced up at my Minus 
one. So maybe that's uh, one you could you know match with Reggie Jackson. Uh, and get that little two-leg parlay action there. Uh, it is high. Uh, and he only has nine assists combined over the first couple of games in this series. So he's gone under and back-to-back. And he's only gone over once against the Nets in five games this season. But again... He is the facilitator. He is going to have to grease the wheel to make this offensive um, offense work for Milwaukee, and they got to win, man. They they have no alternatives here. They cannot go down three nil in this series to have even a remote chance of coming back and uh, bouncing Brooklyn overall and marching on in the NBA playoffs. Now the you know Nets uh, they allowed the fewest opponent assists per game over the last three, just seventeen point seven. Uh, but I think he's going to get there. I think he's going to be feeding Giannis. Uh, he's going to work outside, get the ball around, uh, and hopefully guys like Chris Middleton and Brent Forbes, they can knock down some of those outside shots uh, to boost Holiday over this six-and-a-half assists. And early bonus time here, Lundy. I kind of like the over on five-and-a-half rebounds for Holiday as well. And that's plus 116. He's done this in three of his last five, and he has done it a couple of times against the Nets this season. So give me all the holidays. Holiday! Hopefully we're going to celebrate. Are you going to fade or follow my over six and a half assists? And if you want, uh, give me your opinion on the five and a half rebounds as well. Uh, I kind of like the rebounds, but I'm going to fade you on Ah. the assists, the featured pick on this one. Um, He's done it, obviously, three out of uh, the last six, and then he was right at six on one of them, but I just don't trust it even back home. His season average is 6.1, but if you look at the splits, he actually averages fewer assists at home than he does on the road. And so I am worried that Captain Hook, ER, whether we're talking about the cartoon one or Dustin Hoffman, as you were uh, portraying last night (laughs) on uh, Twitter, uh, regardless of which version of uh, Captain Hook we're talking about, I I just feel like that hook is going to come into play on this one. So I'm going to fade you on it, but I do like the rebounds. I will agree with you on that one. Celebrate! Hopefully with Drew Holiday. Number one. All right, let's work at some Major League Baseball. And anytime you fade the Colorado Rockies, it's usually a profitable maneuver. And that's exactly what I'm going to do tonight. Uh, the Miami Marlins, I'm going to take them on the run line, meaning they're going to win by two runs or more at minus 104. Just look at the pitching matchups. It's really all you need to do. Trevor Rogers going up against your boy, Chichi Gonzalez, Lundy. Uh, Trevor Rogers this season, masterful on the mound. 68.2 innings pitch, just a 1.97 ERA, 10.62 K per nine. Now his XFIP, uh, that's field independent pitching, uh, which is a harbinger, potentially a bad outings to come for Rogers. Uh, has him at 3.44, so the ERA is going to come up at some point, but it's not going to be against the Rockies. Uh, you know, Rogers has logged a 14.6 swinging strike percentage, two earned runs or fewer in 11 to 12 games started. Colorado atrocious away from Coors Field uh, has been well documented here on this pod. They're batting just 200, 200 on the road with a 565. Ugh, barf, OPS. And old Chi-Chi, a 6.33 road ERA this season and opponents on the road against him uh, batting 290. Now, you know, you look at the Rockies, uh, they won. Four to three last night. Uh, I think that was a snowballs and chance and held and actually survived. Remember, they lost game one of this series six to two, and I think it's going to be a similar outcome as game one and game three of the series. So, fade or follow Miami minus one and a half on that run line at minus 104 against the Rocks. 
Well, as you know, Brad, you had me at Rockies. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you there you were spouting out XFIP and all this. And I'm just sitting back going, hey, man, it's the Rockies. Like, you really don't have to yeah. tell me more than that. Yeah. Like, you didn't. I mean, you could break out the abacus. You could start telling me all kinds of numbers, stats, history. Uh, you could bring Larry Walker up if you wanted to. Oh, I mean, you could give me any kind, of, any kind of history that you want. And I still would sit back and go, yeah, it's the Rockies. Uh, so I think that yeah, I agree with you. I think yesterday was an anomaly. And so I will roll with you with the Marlins uh, on the run line to be able to take care of Colorado. Yeah, again, fading Colorado. Uh, chances are you're going to be making all kinds of dollars to pay up for that fancy bottle of tequila here on this hashtag Tequila Thursday. All right, before we get out of here, Lundy, let's work in some bonus time. What you got for me? Uh, let's go with a couple of things. First of all, uh, you want me to get off the fence, y'all? Okay, fine, I will. I'm taking Vegas on the money line. Uh, I think Colorado's. <laughs> Reverse I think psychology. I think Colorado's toast, dude. Uh, Nathan McKinnon is a minus three rating over the last four games. Landis Goggs is a minus five. McCarr's a minus three. I mean, the, the top line has just completely fallen apart. Vegas has figured out how to stop them, and I just don't think that at a capacity crowd in Sin City of drunk, crazed, gambling fools yeah. uh, that, uh, that the Avs are going to be able to get it done. So and by the way, uh, so far early today, uh, 55% of the bets and 77% of the money is on Vegas. So just if you want to follow the money, feel free to be able to do that. But here's a couple of uh, player props for you. Alex Tuck, uh, the abs have not been able to slow him down. He he just seems to be able to uh, creep through them from an offensive standpoint in the zone. Uh, he's finding himself open. And because of that, I'll take over on Tuck's two and a half shots on goal. It's been juiced up a little bit at a minus one. 39 but remember yesterday charlie mcavoy was juiced up and i told you it was worth it and he hit so nice. i think tuck i think tuck is in the same thing over on the abs side of things brandon sod is absolutely in a zone right now dude's got a goal in seven of the last eight games now i understand that a lot of times uh the law of averages catches up to you but right now he is on fire and he's a plus 195 for an anytime goal so to me that's worth a half a unit at that kind of plus odds uh, to be able to uh, get things done. And then in the NBA, Brad, I know that we've seen uh, uh, his his usage change up a little bit, and all of a sudden there was like this fountain of youth. But I'm going to take the under on the PRA of 20.5 on Blake Griffin. I don't Ooh. think he gets up to that number tonight. He did in Game 1, but in Game 2, I felt like he came back down to being the Blake Griffin that we're used to. I understand that it was a blowout, uh, but at the same time, I'm going to take the under on the 20.5 PRA. That one's at a minus 118. Yeah, again, the Bucs uh, could blow the doors off of Brooklyn and you know flip the script on him, so I think that's a good call there on Blake Griffin. Let's work in uh, some additional NBA, and I got one Major League Baseball as well. I don't know if you saw the odds boost at DraftKings Sportsbook today, Lundy, but uh, in honor of Rudy Gobert winning defensive yes. player of the year, uh, they got a block party prop out there. Three or more swats for Rudy Gobert tonight. It's juiced up to plus 115. I like that. He's done this in four of his last six games. Uh, he had two in game one, so fell just short of that, but he has hit three or more block shots uh, against the LA Clippers once in three contests this season. I'm going to take the under on Spider-Man. Donovan Mitchell going to run out of the web juice uh, tonight. It, it's just too high at 30 and a half. Look, I know he erupted for 45 in game one, uh, but I think he's going to come crashing back down to earth a little bit here. I, I think he's going to be right at 28, 29, not quite get to 31. Uh, me never topped 31 against the Memphis Grizzlies in that series. And in the regular season, he went under two times in three matchups against the Clippers. I think he's going to add to that trend. 
tonight. And last and certainly not least, anything Carlos Correa related tonight, I am all over. Give me a run. Give me an RBI. Uh, if you find a hit prop that's like over one and a half hits, I think he's going to hit on all three of those. Could be a trifecta for him. He's going up against Boston's Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, and he is a left-handed pitcher. And this season, Korea has been mashing southpaws at a 900 OPS clip. He's also in 318 against lefties. He's got four multi-hit games in his last five. And in his career against Eduardo Rodriguez, six for nine with a home run and three RBIs. All about the Correa for the Houston Astros. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Chavos. Also, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score a sweet subscription discount today. And until next time, feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.